The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. All right. Welcome back to the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm Ashley Wyatt, your host, and today I am doing a little bit, something a little bit different, and I have Becca Guy here um, to chat with us. Um, So before we get started, we are going to do a little throwback, which is boss or bust. So if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we like to do a little boss or bust um, when we interview someone and when we had Megan and Sydney on as the host. So um, Becca, what is your boss or bust for the week? And let me just give like a little like you know, uh, disclaimer here. This is just, you know, share something that you're, you're proud of or something that might not have gone planned this week. Um, just to give us a little insight. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So, um, I'm going to go with boss because as somebody who has a lot of my life spent the time in the negatives, let's go with boss today. And, um, I'm celebrating the fact that I started a Facebook group, which is something that I um a couple of weeks ago when I was doing my new year reflection journaling, it kind of came up that I wanted to create a community, a community of kind of like-minded people going through their own self-discovery journeys and just wanting support and guidance. So uh yeah, last week I set it up, the missing piece community, and uh yeah, that is my boss. Oh, I love it, love it. And a way to start on a positive note, um, I think you've kind of inspired me. So I'm gonna share a boss as well. I was gonna do a bus, but no. Let's do boss. Um, So I just had two or three discovery calls today for um, upcoming brand projects. And I don't know, I just get like so giddy and excited to like start these projects and kind of like envisioning where they're going. So yeah, super excited for those. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, go, go you. That's really cool to get a few in, especially for a new project. Yeah, thanks. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit about you. So tell us who you are, what you do, and uh, yeah. Yeah, no worries. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. I'm Becca, and as you can tell, I'm not Canadian, and I don't (laughs) actually live in Canada either. Um, I'm coming from the north of England, Um, And I am a self-awareness coach and I'm just looking to get my one-on-one coaching launched um, really quite soon. But to kind of talk a little bit about more uh, more about how I've got here, I guess, um, I always think of seeing it like the, the way I've got to this place in my life as being an undoing but a rebuilding of myself at the same time and you know rather than going all the way back to when I was in the womb because I'm sure all our stories can start there and <laughs> we'll skip over them details but um when I left school I went to university to study linguistics and phonetics and this isn't necessarily something that I felt passionate about but I went to a grammar school and they very much pushed humanities and sciences and I actually had been studying art and I felt a, you know I also felt a calling to work with animals so 
um, two very different things, but I felt this pressure to go to university as though that was the right thing to do and that's how you become successful, you know? Um, that's what I felt at the time. So there I go off to university and about a year and a half in, I was like, this is not what I want to do. So I started with like Googling animal volunteering opportunities, different roles there. And I actually left university and I came back home and I started yeah, volunteering with animals and I got a job, which I have been in and out of finally, finally finishing last November for about 11 years. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was working as a kennel hand at the police dog section. And, you know, it was beautiful to work with all these dogs and the people there. And, um, you know, it was an amazing experience, but it was not what I wanted to do. So going back to when I started this job, um, I've just come back from doing some work experience with animals abroad in Greece um, and in Qatar where my dad was working at the time. And I had been in the job for a few years and I decided, right, well, I'm going to um, study dog behavior now. So I went off to university to study dog behavior, well, online. And um, after a couple of years of that, I was like, this isn't quite for me. And then I stopped that. And at this point, I started to associate myself as being a bit of a quitter and somebody who just didn't really know what they wanted to do. And I kind of made a vow. I, I look back and I realize I did this. I maybe didn't realize at the time, but I made this vow that I was not going to take another course until I was 100% sure what I wanted to do, which is just ridiculous, but it's how I felt at the time. And um, so for about a period of the, the 10 years I was there, which is mainly through my 20s, um, it was kind of marked by a couple of years of staying there and being bored and unfulfilled and ending up with this real control over my life. And a lot of it stemmed around my body and it stemmed around controlling my weight, controlling the fitness that I engaged in. And I, yeah, I took control of everything. Everything had to fit around my food and fitness schedule. And uh, I wouldn't allow love in my life. I didn't have a partner for, you know, seven, eight years, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with being single, but mine was from the wrong place. It was from a place of not being able to allow anyone in my life. And so this kind of was what was going on. But then every sort of like couple of years when I was at the kennels, I was like, I'm just unfulfilled. I want to do something else. I'm purposeless. And so I did that, obviously the, the dog degree and then that one didn't pan out. And then a couple of years later, I went traveling around Southeast Asia. I took a break for six months and went solo around Southeast Asia. And I put a lot of pressure on that being, I guess, the moment when I was going to work out what I wanted to do with my life. Because, you know, people go traveling and they come back and they're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. And that didn't happen for me. <laughs> a couple of years later, I did a similar thing. And I actually left my job at that point And I went and worked in France for a few months. Um, which ended abruptly and that's a story in itself but I then I bought a bike in France and uh, gosh it sounds a bit like a midlife crisis when I talk about it but I bought a bike in France and um, I cycled from France all the way up to the north of Scotland so like three four thousand miles just solo over four months and it was an incredible experience and um, but at the end of that I was still like I just don't know what I want to do and I went and ended up working in Scotland for a few months in a hotel on a remote island, which was a beautiful experience again. And at this point, going back to my control, my binge eating was getting really out of control at this point. So I've been binge eating for about seven, eight years and I was really struggling with it and I was just done with it. I tried loads of things, but nothing was really stopping it. And it, it wasn't until I discovered intuitive eating and discovered this anti-diet approach to healing our relationship with food and fitness. 
So I started this and this is when I moved back home and I met my boyfriend who I'm still with now. And at that point in my life, I was, you know, I was, I'd been independent for, you know, seven, eight years. And then I was inviting a partner into my life and he's two children as well. And I wanted to, I had, well, I had to, I had to break down this issue of control by having three more people in my life. And, you know, it's, it's not been easy, but I eventually got through the binge eating and underneath the binge eating, there was anxiety. So that's been the journey of the past few years as well. And so I started leaning into self-development, personal growth, this kind of stuff. And I began on this journey of healing. And along this way, you know, I started to build my self-worth. I started to, yeah, just realize that I could do more of my life. And I was still a bit obsessed with the idea of finding a purpose, but through the stuff I was reading, the podcasts I was listening to, I was realizing that that doesn't have to be the case. You just, you know, you can start anywhere and just see where you end up and you can be multi-passionate. And so this is the moment when I thought, right, well, I really want to help people heal their relationship with food. And this is, you know, I'd never had my business before at any point in my life. I never thought I could do this. But I then um, I found Mali, who was the coach at work with now, and she's helped me explore my whole journey there. So I started being an anti-diet coach. This is how I, I originally was going to um, kind of launch. And then, you know, I still feel so passionate about that. But a few months ago, I realized that the stuff I was wanting to post was more, I was having to like fit it around food. And what I really wanted to talk about was the deeper healing and the talk about like, we have to heal the layers underneath it to, in order to heal the food, heal our relationship with our bodies or heal anything we have to get deeper than that and really connect to ourselves and that was also in my own journey so I sort of thought I really want to post about this stuff but no I'm not pivoting before I've even launched that just would be stupid and you know I had all this doubt and like what would people think of me and then I had a conversation with her and she she kind of like well halfway through and she was like you just seem a bit frustrated. Is there something going on? Like what's, what's coming up? And then, so we had a big talk about this and eventually we got to the bottom of it all, which was that what I really wanted to do was to sort of help people um, heal their relationship with themselves, come back to themselves, reconnect with themselves so they can find this inner peace, this freedom and fulfillment, which is what helped me heal and, and heal food and fitness. So it was wider than, or deeper than I guess, going anti-diet. So I took the pivots, that was about six weeks ago, and uh, I feel so much more aligned. And like I said, I love the kind of anti-diet side of, uh, of things as well. And I can obviously still help people with this, but I realize that my path is more to help this kind of deeper healing. And uh, yeah, so that's, I guess, where I'm at now. I'm soon to be launching. So uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. What a story. Um and yeah, I noticed that you, you had changed your, your podcast name. I was like, wait a minute, is this Becca? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. And it's kind of like, you know, you, you had to lose yourself in order to find yourself again. And I think that's so beautiful that, you know, you want to help others do the same. Yeah, thank you. And, and that's exactly it. I think you do. You have to kind of it's like losing the layers that you've put on yourself or have been built up by what you've learned. You have to get deeper than that. And that's where you connect to your values and you connect to what you're really passionate about and what you really, I guess, want to do with your life. And that's how you, you, this is your journey. This is part of the journey, the undoing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Breaking down that hard shell. No, definitely. So, um, I, I know we talk a lot about, you know, mindset and, you know, setting yourself up for success. Um, and of course we're working with the same coach Marley. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what is like, do you have a morning routine and what does that look like? Yes. I love this question because I absolutely love morning routines. I love evening routines as well, but my morning routine, I probably started a morning routine probably like seven, eight months ago. So not that long ago. And so it originally started off being kind of rigid. I would first thing first thing I always walk our dog bomber because yeah, that's just that's part of the part of the package and I love doing it anyways. He's so cute. Would, oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, he's um yeah, he's really good. But he's dog aggressive, which makes it a bit difficult walking him sometimes, but like he's really manageable, but it's when a dog comes running over and everyone else is like, but it's okay, my dog's friendly, and I'm like, mine isn't. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um that actually leads on to the other part of my morning routine, which I've established more recently, which is after I've walked him, I actually usually go for a walk by myself. And it's a time in which I either listen to a podcast or I have a bit of a mindful moment. I go and walk to this really little woods, kind of a collection of trees, really near me, we're in the outskirts of the town. And I go there and um, I just kind of like, I just be there and I just ground down. But like I said, sometimes I listen to a podcast. And then I come back, I have breakfast and I meditate, which usually is probably only like 10 minutes or so. I pull an angel card every day as well for myself as my guidance for the day. And um, I journal, I'm really passionate about journaling, and I have a cold shower. So they're like my staples of the morning. But more recently, I realized that I want to kind of create a bit more of a, a natural flow. So I'm, I'm less rigid with it in that sometimes the walk might be yoga or I might meditate longer or meditate at a different time of the day and I just kind of lean into how I feel but yeah no phone time as well and yeah this is massive it's just honestly I just think it's one of the best things you can do for yourself and your self-care yeah no I totally agree and I just like did an episode on this on my morning routine so if you are just tuning into this episode, you can definitely go back one and check out that episode. And yeah, I find that like when I don't do a morning routine, my whole day is off and my whole week, you know, comes undone. Um, and I mean, now here in Canada, it is so cold. Like today is like minus 15 and I miss walking. I, you know, would go for a walk every day and... I miss that. So I'm kind of like leaning into the colder months and instead of walking, doing more like cycling or uh, yoga, gentler practice. Um, but yeah, um, I wish my dog would walk. My dog hates walking. <laughs> so maybe you can help oh me out with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is it, is it a little sausage dog, is he? Yeah, he's a sausage dog. He... <laughs> I feel like he's like afraid of the leash, but he literally just freezes and just like won't walk. Mm, yeah, my um, my boyfriend actually, his um, he, him and his ex partner, they've got um, a, a dachshund and they've got a beagle, and uh, so we often get the them to look after as well. And uh, it's amazing the differences in personalities in them, but they can be little little stubborn dogs, can't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
God bless. Yeah, no, absolutely happy to help. We can talk about that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Um, so I know that your journey has, you know, expanded over, you know, the last decade or so. Um, but if you could go back in time and give your 18 year old self, like one piece of advice, what would that be? So my one piece of advice would be to learn to listen to and trust yourself because you have everything you need within you. And this is to everyone listening, because you really do. You don't need anyone else to tell you what to do. You innately know what it is that's right for you. And it's just learning to come back to yourself time and time again. Um, so yeah, this is the one thing I would tell my 18 year old self, whether I would have listened or not, I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, absolutely. It's about having everything within you, learning to trust yourself and your intuition. It's massive. That's, that's amazing. And I, I totally agree with that. I'm actually reading this book right now. It's called how to do the work. Have you heard of it? Um, I've heard of it, but I've not read it. Is it good? It's good. It's by um, Dr. Natalie LaPera, and she is the holistic psychologist on Instagram. She has like this whole kind of community. She's a psychologist from New York. And I literally That's just so finished. Weird. Sorry to like butt in, but I was just about to listen to a podcast with her on this morning. No, I did it in the end because I was like, I, yeah, I just needed to like have a little moment to myself. But um, but yeah, I started listening to it, and um, yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> oh wow, that I feel like that's a sign. Maybe you need to read that book after. But yeah, I'm reading it right now, and we just finished talking, or she started uh, just finished talking about intuition. And it's so funny because intuitively, when we are little, we we have this intuition as babies, you know, we cry when we're upset, we, we eat when we're, we're hungry, we, we stop eating when we're not hungry. And, you know, we have this intuition built in, but it's like over time, our social conditioning that suppresses that intuition so I think it's really important to, you know, nurture that intuition in in all aspects, like, you know, call it woo-woo or whatever, but my intuition has never led me wrong, especially when it comes to business. Even when you're, you know, you, you have a call with a, a potential client and, and deep down inside you're like, oh, well, I don't feel like they would be the right fit, but, you know, maybe I should give it a chance. And then you work with them and they're like a nightmare. I literally just have just had this happen to me like a few months ago. And yeah, no, I love that advice. So anyone listening out there, trust your intuition. It will not lead you wrong. No, absolutely. That's really great that you shared that because it doesn't, it never leads us wrong. It might not lead us in the way that we necessarily want from an ego perspective but it will never lead us wrong and uh yeah like you said then you kind of have that little nudge but then your brain went no no but i'll give it a try and it's it's usually that first one that happens before the fear kicks in and uh it's hard it's something we have to learn to to you know it's that whole idea of like flexing a muscle isn't it we have to learn how to use it but um but it's just so beautiful when you learn to connect to yourself yeah totally love that Okay, so um, this next next question is also a piece of advice. So um, I know that you're kind of just like starting out, but what would be like one piece of advice if you could give someone who was maybe looking to start out or just like really in like the starting phases of their journey? 
Yeah, absolutely. I really love this because this is something that people would say to me all the time and maybe like someone else might hear this and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But honestly, just start. You have to start because you've no idea where that journey's going to go. Don't try and make it perfect. Like, I mean, I did not think I was going to pivot <laughs> six weeks ago without even launching. Like, you know, you couldn't really plan that, but you have to start the journey to know where it's going to take you. So that would be my biggest takeaway. If you feel, you know, really passionate about something, if you want to pursue something, there's something that feels, you know, a real calling to you, just start and then you'll correct the course along the way and just focus on your whys and not the hows and, and you'll be fine. Just focus on why you're doing it and do it and see where you end up. Just start. I love that. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, just start before you're ready. Like I started before I was ready. And the beautiful part of entrepreneurship is you're writing your own story. So you can really rewrite it however way you want, however many times you need. Um, So yeah, I love that. Um, Okay. So I mean, as entrepreneurs, you know, we're wearing a lot of hats so let's let's kind of talk about productivity and do you have any productivity hacks that you want to share with us yeah so i have one which might sound a bit backwards or counterintuitive but hear me out okay so i think it's so so important for you to take regular pauses throughout the day pauses where you would just like maybe it's just a minute maybe it's longer than that but you just check in with yourself and you connect to yourself you connect to your breath you just just like feel like feel how you're feeling you know how do I feel I'm okay you know like even if you're not okay it's like I'm safe you know just just kind of talking to yourself and and just taking that time to pause and have a little break if you can do longer of course go for it but take these regular pauses because you know you have to slow down to speed up and then you'll come back to things and you'll have way more energy than you ever thought and you'll have a higher productivity so even though you've taken a little break you actually just give yourself that energy to be more productive and I, and I still fall for this every time I don't do it you know well not every time but I don't always do this but every time I do it I'm like just do that every single time just take that moment to listen to yourself and then all of a sudden everything just becomes a lot more clear so yeah absolutely slow down to speed up wow I love that and you know what I'm actually going to take that advice because I feel like I'm doing a lot of things right now And I think that's so beautiful and just like, you know, taking a moment to pause. I think a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, um, you know, career driven females, you know, this whole like hustle culture needs to just stop. Okay. Like, and I think a lot of us are really coming into that alignment in, in 2022 is just, you know, we've gone through this pandemic for a couple of years. It's really put our priorities into perspective and yeah like we need to fill our own cup first and even if that's you know taking a short pause taking a day off of work or you know taking the weekends or evenings to ourselves so and then we just come back more and more refreshed absolutely like it's just it's so powerful and I know it's really hard to do like you said in the culture that we live in but like everybody just give it a try it doesn't even matter if you're you know you're not an entrepreneur you don't have your own business just just try it in your daily life and see how different you feel love that okay i need to take a little break and just share one of our favorite tools which is honeybook 
So HoneyBook is our CRM system and we really can't live without it. We have been using it for the past almost four years and it's been like life changing in our business. So from leads that kind of filter through our website form, it kind of populates into a new project for us and seamlessly we can send proposals, we can schedule calls, we can send over invoices, contracts, brochures. And what I love most about it is It's just so easy on the client end and we are able to get paid quickly and efficiently and we're able to keep everything together in one easy and simple to use spot. Um, So if you are looking for a client management system, I highly recommend HoneyBook. Um, It has been a total game changer in our business and I have no doubt that it'll be a total game changer for you too. So um, if you want to use our exclusive uh, 50% off your first year, um, you can head over to our website, themonarchdesign.co forward slash resources and click get 50% off HoneyBook and start like utilizing your time better. This thing has literally changed our lives and I wouldn't be sharing it if I wasn't like raving about it. So definitely give it a try. Let me know what you think. Um, I also wanted to mention they have a setup concierge. So in I think your first like week or so, you're able to work with someone directly in HoneyBook and they're able to set up everything for you. They're able to set up your contract, all your, your files, all your services, your pricing, so that literally when you go to send a proposal or invoice, it is so simple. You can also work with workflows so you can schedule emails, you can um, put together workflows so that like, let's say you are working with a wedding client and, you know, you want to send them a questionnaire or timeline schedule for like two weeks before their event, you can definitely schedule send that and put together a workflow so that you're you're kind of working smarter and not harder. So uh, HoneyBook has done more than just save me time. Uh, it helps me to get paid quicker and also look really professional when working with my clients. Um, you know, it's easy for them to get the proposal, get the contract, sign the document, and I'm able to get paid quickly and efficiently. So uh, check out HoneyBook and go over to our website, themonarchdesign.co forward slash resources and click on the link, get 50% off HoneyBook today. Okay, so we are going to get into a little rapid fire of this or that. (laughs) I love this and I haven't done this in so long. So this is a little bit of a throwback as well. So I'm going to say two different things and you're going to just like answer on the spot which one you prefer. Are you ready, Becca? Yeah, go for it. I'm ready. Okay. City or country? Country. Knew that one. <laughs> um, <A bit> obvious. <laughs> mountains or beach? Mountains. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Coffee or tea? Tea, always. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, burger or pizza? 
pizza. Call or text? I'm not answering this quickly, am I? <laughs> you made it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Was that fun? The answers come to you, isn't it? I was like, apart from that last one, I was like, I bet I'm not going to know. But then it, you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your intuition, right? Absolutely. Practice what you preach. Yeah. So, um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. I loved chatting and hearing your story and, you know, just really giving our listeners, um, something to just really take back, um, after this. And, um, I also wanted to say like, all right, well, thanks so much for joining us today for this episode. It was so great to chat and just like hear more about your journey and, just really give our listeners these actionable steps in their journey and advice. Um, but I want to leave our listeners with something as well. So um, tell us where can our listeners find you online and how can they work with you? Yeah, well, thank you so much, Ashley. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. And for anyone listening, you can find me on Instagram at Becca Rose Guy. And I've also, like I said at the beginning, just launched a Facebook group, which is called the Missing Peace Community. The same name as the podcast, which is the Missing Peace Podcast. So peace as like... like Peace, dude, yeah. <laughs> I was about to do the same. No one can see that this is a podcast, but we're doing the peace sign. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the Missing Peace Community, if you're kind of looking for other like-minded people going on their own self-discovery journey um and i wanted to do an offer for anybody who is listening to this podcast so for the the first three people that get in touch with me on instagram at becca rose guy i will give you two free coaching calls and this will be like one which i'm going to give some action plans and then the next one where we can do a bit of a follow-up so yeah just uh, just send me a message send me a dm and uh yeah first three people will get them two calls Awesome. Well, that's awesome. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm just so excited to have our first international uh, guest on the podcast. Um, If you, yeah, definitely give her podcast a listen. I just find your voice and your accent so captivating and easy and calming to listen to. So go check out her podcast. Thanks, Becca. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ashley. It's been amazing. Thank you. You're welcome.